How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome in today for episode 40 of the Podwans podcast. For my zero. host, Luke. How is it going, everybody? I am amped up for this episode, and there's a little reason why. I am. I do not know why, but I will find out very shortly. Um... I don't know if it has to do with the episode or our guest that will be oh, coming I, on Oh, it has to do with our guest. Okay. <laughs> so today we'll be covering episodes four and five, no, of five, five and, and six, six of season four of Clone Wars, which is Mercy Mission and Nomad Droids, a.k.a. the Droid Adventure Arc. Luke, are you ready to bring in our guests for today's show? Let's do the intro first. Okay. Never would have made it as Obi-Wan's battle line. Now we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, I'm so used to the trivia tournament with just bringing yes. in the guests. Yes. It's, it's so weird because yeah. it feels yeah. like it's been a lifetime since we've covered a Clone Wars art. Yeah, I but know. I think it's because of all the pre-recordings that we have done for the trivia tournament. Oh yeah, and we are finally back on our regular schedule. So, all right, yeah. to bring in our first guest today, we have Christian. What's up? What's up, everyone? You have a beautiful studio. Thank, thank you. Wait, wait, who? Because it's two of us. So it's who's just who are you talking an, about? I'm talking about this fictitious fantasy <laughs> land of this <laughs> yeah. amazing Pod One's podcast studio. Yeah, for those I know. only audio only, it's amazing. Oh yeah, I know. Absolutely. We got the Jedi Temple behind us, and yeah, cool. I know. It's so awesome. It's you guys so have great. cool posters, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I try. I mean, I got a Vader behind me, but there's a really bad glare, so you can't see it. My big, it's my big right. head. Gets, gets yeah, all I got, I, got, I, got, I got this thing behind me. Love it. <laughs> and uh, Christian, um, how? So, who started Duel of Ranks? So it was a collaborative effort, but my counterpart Brody, who will be joining, we've got. Um, it was more so his idea in the inception, but he amassed a team of us four hosts, and we're Duel of the Ranks, and the whole spiel of it is we debate star wars and we rank star wars we critically think about it and we assign percentages and numbers to star wars so we're ranking all things star wars specifically on the on screen um and okay. we'll get into some other niche things but that's kind of the the shtick nice 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 char you want to bring in brody all right our second guest today which of course as christian said is his co-host on duel of ranks we bring in brody leitner Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Good. Is there a relation between you and Christian Leitner? Do you get that a lot? <laughs> I was about to say that. I was like, that last name is very familiar, and I'm a big basketball fan. That's really funny. Actually, that's not even my last name, to be honest with you. It's uh, really <laughs> funny. I logged in. Uh, my name is Brody, and it auto-filled as Leitner because I didn't have my last name <laughs> filled in this. Nice. Story. Yeah, so uh, StreamYard did this to me because, yeah, I, I I don't actually provide my last name on the show because I'm like, 
I don't need Star Wars. Yes. Like, yes. I, I episode five, anything but 100%, I'm going to kill you and stalk you from your bushes. <laughs> no, so yeah. going in. And so StreamYard's like, you don't have a last name, so you're Leitner tonight. And that's, that's awesome. I'm Brody Leitner now. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I so mean, Leitner is not your last name. Okay. No, but I'm a huge NBA nut too. So, hey, okay. any relation to Christian Leitner, it would be cool, but I can't claim it. <laughs> dang dang that that's 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 awesome though you so, must have plenty of alter egos <laughs> different last names <laughs> every single show oh yeah i know Absolutely. i know uh, no. all of them all of them so uh so you were the you were the master of the of the whole duel of ranks then uh, christian kind of yeah yeah christian kind of uh, i stole their it. thunder introducing you so sorry <laughs> about that <laughs> it's kind of sad you spent your introduction talking about me <laughs> now, now you gotta talk about me <laughs> yeah it's true it's true i these guys the, the other hosts are truly the avengers i'm just samuel l jackson i was like if i could bring these people together to just talk about what they already know and love it would be great i mean i had just finished um i think watching rebels i'd nice. so late to the game but i knew like people like one of our co-hosts amanda will die on a hill saying the last jedi is the best piece of star wars content ever made bless her soul while she's not correct she <laughs> believes it i mean people like christian who would like read all of the books and yeah, seen everything just... mean, went to his house and he's like you need this star wars encyclopedia that really guides you through i'm like okay yep <laughs> so yes. exactly. i just i just got this bad boy a couple of uh no last week it th literally this book has like it was supposed to come out September of last year, and I got it like last week. Dang, oh, it's kindred spirits. Oh my god, <laughs> what the, the things I will do for Star Wars! I tell yeah. you what, right? But, Just to get your hands on a book, I well, I feel that pain, well, man. Well, well, <laughs> Christian, being a book guide, have you read Have you read this this happy little one yet? I haven't yet, but I've heard you've been. Oh no, plugging it's right it there. I was gonna grab and it and show it to you too. It, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I'm excited. It is freaking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Nice. Like I, we we dive into I, mostly everything canon. Me and Char aren't, aren't big legends guys. Okay. So maybe you guys can fill in the gap there when we when we have like a little open discussion. I got gotcha. Because I mean, these are the only like Darth Plagueis. I got the special, uh, uh, the essentials. I got Darth Plagueis, classic, and then also Kenobi, which yes. I won't, I won't be reading John until Jackson Miller. I, I won't, I, <laughs> I won't be reading that until after the show ends because I have these expectations already, and I, I'm, I'm a person when it comes to Star Wars. Yes, I have expectations. Do they need to make it? No, because half the time when I make something up in my head. The folks that are behind the screen, behind the camera, are probably going to do it better than me. So I, either way, I, 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 I become happy. So I, think, I it's just, yeah, and I think that's a good humble approach. I would, I, um, I love the Kenobi book, John Jackson Miller. He's got some good stuff, like Lost Tribes of the Sith, and like it's really cool. I think that's a good approach. At the same time, the other side of that coin is, I'm a big Legends guy. Like I've, I've read a lot more Legends than canon, but the um like when this new solo movie came out yeah i'm a, i love the han solo trilogy that came out in the uh, 90s okay gotcha and what's cool is like that's very enjoyable and it's completely different than the movie but what was cool was the movie has great fan service to fans of those books like that trilogy gotcha. 
they would yeah. pepper in little things in that and it's just like cool things like that when you can appreciate some legends material and new canon stuff no yeah, yeah so i think i i I'm, i know what you're talking about so i recently picked up a book not long ago it's called showdown at center point tower is that one of the books in that series you're talking about or um are you talking about the han solo adventures it might be the han solo adventures so i'm, I'm, I'm not know. as familiar with the adventures because those are like some i thought maybe that stories. was in the han solo trilogy oh the but trilogy the is by ac crispin <sighs> let me let me tell you guys something you need to know about christian he's <laughs> this guy so we just got off recording our own podcast and we were reviewing an episode of the bad batch Christian watched the wrong episode of The Bad Batch and is messaging me as Amanda's giving her synopsis of it. And he's like, dude, I watched the wrong thing. Do I say it? And I'm like, I don't know, but let's see where we go. And it's so funny because in the episode, us, the rest of us hosts, we're trying to figure out like, what was the name to this? What was this? What was this? And Christian's like, oh, um, it's this. It's this. I'm like, you didn't even watch it. And you know exactly what what's going on, what the name, what the species are, and everything. So, you're yeah, behind. I don't know. That Wait, so which episode did you watch, or did you cover? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you want to reveal that? Because I mean, I mean, do we have do we have crossover fans here right now? Maybe we do. We'll be ranking the episode that I watched. I watched Infested of the Bad Batch. Oh, the okay. one with the earlings. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, yes. that's a, that's a good one. That's an yeah. one. Yeah. I think it, yeah, yeah. But. I do have to ask though, yeah. That that backdrop, I and mean, because Christian got to mention it before, love that you're honoring the first Battlefront game. I feel like those EA Battlefronts oh, get yeah. nothing I but still hate. play the OG yeah. Battlefront game yeah. from 2015. It's, it, yes, it's, it's OG corner, baby. So this corner is Star Wars, like oh, like shock I have, grenades I have, and EE fours. Oh. for for those that don't know. I, I am not all, I, the only the reason that I'm really hyped up about this episode is because I've got two other Nebraskans here, and mm. and, and 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 we're we're we we've got some camaraderie here. I've got my Nebraska stuff over here. I've For just your got, other podcast. No, <laughs> I used to. Well, funny, funny you say that. I used to have a sports podcast, and then I was like. I'd rather talk about Star Wars. Oh, no? go big red. I'm blue. forgetting what I do. I do. I do. I do. do with hey, gridiron. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 I just love putting out content for people, and and, and I've always loved Star Wars. I, I love uh, football, Husker football specifically, and it, maybe it comes back. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, this is getting out of hand. Now there are the, three of three of them. them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, I love them. They're nice people. Yes, we are. <laughs> We are, um, but and they all let's... have the same microphone. <laughs> yeah, we're jiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're three. Yeah. We're not all the same. <laughs> Some of us are different. Yeah, I promise. Um, but uh, let's get into uh, real quick. Uh, I'm gonna start with Brody. Um, where can the good people follow you on uh, social media? Well, the best place. I mean, I do have a Twitter at Brody One Kenobi. Uh, I'm sure there's some underscores in there. Not really active on it. I should be. Maybe one day I will be. But definitely check out the main Duel of the Ranks page uh, on Twitter. And I think, Christian, that's just at Duel of the Ranks. You're the one yep. that manages that. So, yeah, that's that's the best place. If someone wants to get in touch, I will be active on there probably within the next year. But every time I log on Twitter, it seems like the world is ending and Elon Musk is buying everything. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough yeah. for today. I'll go back no, tomorrow. No, yeah, absolutely. Christian, where can the good people follow you? 
Same place? Uh, basically same place. I also have, like, I've got a personal Twitter account in case anyone cares about <laughs> any other things, but C- <laughs> at CG Barry. Um, there but we yeah, go. We got some stuff going on there, but no, at Duel of the Ranks, we've got a YouTube channel as well. No, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, some. No. Uh, so for either one of you, who's your favorite droid in all of Star Wars? Oh, we were just talking about this. We were just well, talking about easy. <laughs> yeah, easy. We were talking about how terrible Chopper was, but we weren't saying our favorite. You know what? BB-8. Wow, nice. that's yeah. that's a good one. I think Bro, he's very underappreciated. Many people that really like BB-8. Yeah, you just see a lot of especially as their favorite droid because there's so many good droids. Yeah. 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 I have a good spiel on BB-8, but I would have to say probably K2SO. That's a good one. Okay, that is yeah, a good one. My favorite droid. <laughs> oh, it's nice. that's your favorite. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the most bland person, R2. Hey, I love R2. Awesome. Wrong with that. He saves everyone's the, yeah. ass. It's fine. I love R2. R2 is one that's of my great. favorites. Like he always knows when to be helpful. Yeah, and he he's always got the funny wit of a droid. But uh, it, this this icebreaker obviously brings us to the two episodes that we are going to be talking about. Season four, episodes five and six, uh, called the R2-3PO arc. Char? Or the it. droid adventure arc, as I would say. Uh, well, <laughs> you, can, you can call it whatever you like it. I say it's the droid adventure arc because C-3PO likes to say the word adventure a lot in this arc. He, so, does. he does. Right. He does. He does. So what I do here, guys, is I read the plot summaries in the Tom Kane voice. And uh, there's a buddy in the chat that watches us. He's my biggest critique. Yes. So if he's in the chat saying like, oh, my God, one out of five, it's it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. All right. <laughs> Episode five, Mercy Mission. Global crisis. The midrim planet of Aline is devastated by catastrophic earthquakes. As the people struggle, the future of the survivors rest on their ability to rekindle their way of life from the rubble of the past. A Jedi transport on the mission to block separatist annexation of the Kilura system is waylaid to provide desperately needed humanitarian relief to the people on the surface of Aline. I, I thought that well was done. really well. I thought was that was it? really well done. I, th- I, I thought it was it. really good, you know? Hey, I'm picturing maybe Tom Kane walking than... out from behind your screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I recently got Lego Skywalker Saga. I downloaded nice. it today, and I'll probably be practicing my uh, crawl reads. Uh, <laughs> nice. Plan. It's a great time to do it. No, yeah, absolutely. So to start off this, this arc, um, the quote is understanding is honoring the truth be- beneath the surface. How do you think the quote in the beginning of the episode relates to the arc? Open, open discussion here, fellas. I mean, after, especially after watching the episode, it definitely gets to like that other quote, like there's more to it than meets the eye. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's a lot of like. Yeah, there's just a lot of things you can't just assume at face value. Yeah. That's very, very true. Very, very true. Char, you got any insight? Well, I feel like there's like when you see someone on the surface, like I'm not even just talking about like some like big scale thing. I'm talking about like if like Luke, if I saw you like just as who you are as a person, I would think, think like, oh, he's God. got a beard. Look he's at old. him. He looks like he's weird probably probably smells like onions i don't know but on the inside it's a different it's a different perspective like if you 
you you don't really get to understand the full picture of things once you get to either witness it or be a part of it. So that's okay. my perspective on it. Okay. Uh, I and 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 not gonna lie, not I'm gonna be upfront with you guys right now. This arc is tough. This arc <laughs> yeah. is 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 is, is tough. When I was writing the, when I was getting help writing with the notes, uh, I was just like, I, my constant thing was like, oh my god, I, <laughs> what I are we gonna do? I, 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 I skip <laughs> yeah. this arc every this arc single time. This arc does not eat nails for breakfast. No, no. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna try to to push through it. So the first scene uh, is Commander Wolf. Um, he's one, he's one of the best clone troopers. I love Wolf. I love Plo's Bros. It's I think Char, that's your favorite um Yeah, the 104th oh. is my favorite battalion. Yeah, the 104th, yeah, it's your favorite. All clones. right. Yeah. yeah. So Commander Wolf is in command uh for the of the relief effort for this mission. Wolf is all of us in this arc. Pretty much. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I just want to get back. I don't want to deal with this. Like, um, it, it, it this just whole this episode, you see Wolf kind of being like kind of half-assing it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we see that the clones aren't very fond of droids, even if they are on the same side. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's sometimes it's joking, sometimes it's it, they're more nicer to 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 R two, and I think the reason for that is because they've seen what he can do in action. He's in the front lines. He's with General Skywalker, so they kind of know uh, this droid. You can trust this one. Whereas three PO is. The, the the one that stands on Coruscant helps Padme has never seen any action, but little do they know he's seen a lot of action, a ton <laughs> of action. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's it, it's a you kind of get the little back and forth. Um. So they go to Adeline. Uh. They've been sent there by the Senate. Uh. To run a mercy mission, get supplies, get everything back back and running. Right. Um. Char, go ahead and take uh, the next couple. All right. So once they arrive on Aline, we get introduced. Well, the whole purpose of why C-3PO is there is obviously because he can interpret what the Alina aliens can say. Because (laughs) that's literally one of the main purposes of C-3PO's character is to interpret every single thing that someone says if they don't know the language. Um, Just like how he does in uh, not an empire, but in Return of the Jedi with Jabba and also with the Ewoks. Um, I just think that when like the clones just don't like the droids. Like I know that they have like a a grievance against droids just because of the war, but it's like I think they just they have uh, I say they have their own personal vendetta against any type of droid, whether it's on their side or on the separatists. <laughs> so wolf yeah. just treats them like absolute trash and we see this some bits and pieces of it in the in the first episode where r2 is doing his thing and then c3po is just pushed to the side <laughs> um they and um anyway i'm just getting off topic but uh <laughs> um true, so though. the communication um com- continues to be an issue so what they do is so once they meet with the king i am kind of I, I I'm forgetting his name. It's like Manch King Manchucho. Manchucho. Yeah. There you are, Christian. Yeah, King Manchucho. <laughs> he knows it all. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> you know, you know, blabbing away, and Wolf's like, "Uh, where's the translator droid?" <laughs> he doesn't yeah. call him three PO. He just calls him translator droid. And they go and they find a computer terminal to uh like gather information and um 
make contact. And when that happens, you see a bunch of the locals just like goofing around and being, you know, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 telling you, this episode was it's not as hard as the the next episode, but this one was. There was moments where I'm just like, okay, what the hell? (laughs) No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, when it's so funny because art because C3PO, yes, he's the translator. But like literally, he 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 gets treated like a god wherever he goes. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so, so weird. It's so gold and shiny. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. literally. No, um, but I do like what you were saying though, Char. Like, um, they got to bring in the interpreter, and I remember uh, at the beginning of the episode, it was it was funny when one I don't know if Wolf said it or one of the other um, guys maybe said, Booster Sinker. Yeah, like he heard the natives like talking, and he's like, "Gray, it's gonna be another one of those planets." And, like, <laughs> oh, I think I think it was uh, I think it was uh, boost. Yeah. Boost. Okay. Yeah. Um, is yeah. It's just funny how. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it is funny how C three PO just falls into this godlike uh, trope. <laughs> I don't know, and yeah. a lot. He just he does that a lot. <laughs> no, yeah, he does. Yeah, so from there on, we um, we see what's going on with what's going on because there's a lot of earthquakes happening, and they're like, "What is what's happening? Why is why are all these earthquakes happening?" And one of the locals, while R two is doing a download, the clones are kind of curious, like, "Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of seismic activity," and the locals like they tap on C three PO, and they're like. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Saying their native tongue, and they bring him to this this area, like this giant like tunnel or tomb uh, area, and you see that it's partially open. And yep. I think that has to do with um. I can't. I don't. Do you remember how the even it even got open? Because later no, on they said that they were. There's there's not really any like explanation for yeah, it. Yeah. I yeah. I was watching and I was thinking to myself, yeah, I was like, well, how did that get open? Like, no, yeah. yeah. As you watch thing, it more, heavy. you're like, no. Like, you, you, you see later on when that, that thing gets fixed, like, it makes a loud noise, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so I yeah. wonder how that happened. But when that is happening, there's another earthquake and C-3PO falls down and he gets dropped down into the tunnel. Yep. And... R2 immediately afterwards like without hesitation too like that shows you like the dynamic between R2 and C3PO whether or not like they you know talk trash to each other all the time if one of them is in danger they'll they'll be at their aid <laughs> R2D2 oh, yeah. immediately flies down there to try to save C3PO and they land on a bunch of I would say trees branches yeah and and C3PO is like oh that could have been much worse and okay. um they have no idea and then a landslide comes and the way that they came down is blocked yeah so they're like oh i wonder how how are we going to get out of here so they venture off and then they come across these (laughs) beings um i'm not sure what the species of them are i I think this is like the first kingdom appearance of them calls them a tree and all i'm thinking is tree what is it what is it though so it's i don't a know kindaloo no, no. Like, kindaloo. Okay. no really, but like coming is it really 
That's what, that it's called. That's what it's called. That's what it's credited at the end. Yes. It says Dude, Kindaloo. No. I told y'all. Yeah. I told y'all. He knows everything. Okay, he's <laughs> got to be in the tournament then. Like this. No, is just you don't want me. Yeah. No, like, hey, th these are type of questions that we are asking our competitors. Like, it's 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 full blown. We, like, we ask a lot of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. so, there was there was one you'll find out here probably next week. There was a match where there was a question asked. Yeah, it was a very neither, uh, of, us, neither of us knew the answer. Yeah. And we looked at the answer and I was like, how the hell does somebody know that? <laughs> like, it, and it wasn't even fair. It so was like remembering pie. Basically. It, yeah, it was, uh, there so are some this. way out there things that it's like, how do you know that? Off exactly. the top of your head, you know. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know what they were though until I watched this episode and I saw it like credit at the end. I was like, oh, like it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Because those beings, to me, that was like the highlight of the episode, just listening mm -hmm. to them. Because like, yeah, they reminded me of the not only the Ents, but like the the primes, like from the Transformers oh. movie, like Revenge of the Fallen, oh. like the primes oh, coming when, uh, out when Sam is like knocked out. Yeah, and he's oh yeah, Return yeah, like the whole the concept, Yeah, and yeah. the concept of them, and then their voice the Matrix into his heart. Yeah, <laughs> I like their voices too. They had more like a smaug like voice like Benedict yes. Cumberbatch as well so i was intrigued yeah. by them on this episode mm -hmm. that was like a highlight totally yeah so continuing off of those um those kindaloos so we call them electric trees we'll call them electric trees <laughs> electric um trees, so they start baby. talking they start coming out of the walls and then they tell c3po and r2 why are you here you awaken us from our rest and they immediately tell them to go and they were like, if you could point us in the right direction, that would help. And then they lead them to, when they get down there initially, they get surrounded by like this pixie, like Tinkerbell-esque kind of yeah. feel. Yep. And mm -hmm. in reality, that is a person. Uh, and the name is Orphney. Orphney is like, a, I'm not sure what the species is, but it's something that we've, I don't think we've seen before in Star Wars. Yeah, um, I don't know. And then a lot of the episode is like, the body language and the tone of the Alina because you yes. you don't really understand what they're saying because not every single word that they're saying is being translated. Um, so you just look at their body language, their hand movements, the way that they're like opening their mouths, their eyes to really understand what they are, you know, concerned about. Um, and even like the subtitles, like when I when I rewatch the show, I always even Netflix, every single uh, streaming service that I use, I put on subtitles and not even the words of the Alina people were translated yep. or even, yeah, they weren't even 
yeah it was it was hard to understand what they were trying to say so so once he oh, yeah. and r2 get introduced to orphney um she tells them that the the surface above them is very toxic and it's very dangerous to them and um it's it's they have a grievance with the surface people mm-hmm. and so and they're and they were uh she reveals that they are the culprits of all those earthquakes yeah. to to like prove a point to um the the people on the surface that what that they're trying to cause a problem but in reality it's like a whole misunderstanding but which leads me to this question what would you do if you were in c3po or r2 or what what would let me let me re-ask that what would you do if you were c3po and r2 and some random sentient creature left a riddle for you um would you have been able to get the answer because um orphanies like um um water um yeah she's it's very hard it's a it's like it can run but it can't walk yeah um yeah it's it's not very tough it has no mouth but it could talk yeah yeah no it was it was weird and i mean the and they get off on a weird foot the first thing she says is i can't eat you and i mean (laughs) out the gate i'm automatically thrown off any conversation about to have with you you're like oh that was your first instinct was to try to eat me okay cool work from there um (laughs) no i mean yeah having a conversation with a being like that first and foremost understanding you're so out of your element with anything that you, you you could even understand and that's what's really cool about this episode and i mean i know we'll get to like synopsis and overview afterwards but there's a lot i personally i really liked it and I think they even say that in the beginning there when they say along the lines of understanding is honoring the truth beneath the surface. Yeah. What is this creature's truth? And I mean, I understand when saying that right now, this is my truth, my truth, but like, what is, what is, what's this creature trying to say with causing all of these earthquakes? And when you understand, okay, there is a whole culture, there's a whole society going on underneath the surface of what we know to be true of what we know to be life to say okay maybe the best thing is to just take a step i mean this is like a terrible answer to that but if they're trying to perform a riddle and say understand the way out and then i I, in that case just really sit and think and say nothing i don't think there's anything i could say because from not being eaten to (laughs) to seeing this creature to seeing everything just taking a second to really and I think C-3PO handled it at best. I mean, especially because his emotions aren't a thing. He wasn't afraid. Yeah. He wasn't distracted. He just saw yeah. what was and was able to come back and say, okay, this is the cause. This is reality. Here's what we need to do. And yeah, there was no bias. There was no anything. There was uh, yeah. just very pragmatic, which was the appropriate response. Yeah, but wait, uh, Christian, before before you uh, answer, I just want to say, have we ever seen R2-D2 use his hose? Like I've never, I, n- I never knew that that he had that capability. No, no, because I know he has like, know. A, like a bunch of different gadgets, but I had no idea he had like his own like personal like cleaning apparatus. No, oh, yeah, coming out with some new gadget. I'm like what the hell? Great utility <laughs> of a droid. He but, can do anything. It's but yeah, no, like to answer your question and kind of piggyback off of Brody. At first, when she was riddling off before she finished it, I was thinking like, is she just talking about a droid? Like. 
something that can do all these things, but actually doesn't speak. Like it's, it's just emulating the sound yeah. and whatnot. So when she was saying that, I was like, is she getting at droid? Cause we're a droid themed arc here. But then when she finished it and like, not in a conceited way or anything, but like, I love riddles and I wanted to figure it out. But as it was going and I said to myself, there's enough time where like she kept, like she said, or C-3PO reiterated yep. um, the mouth thing and like um, uh, head. And I was just thinking of like, oh, there's something like with water, like a channel into an open water or whatnot. And then I was like, you run. I was like, okay, it's river. And I was like shouting at the screen like, is it river? <laughs> And then I was like, it was River, and I I just felt so great because that was like the only win I had that day. <laughs> well, hey, hey, you gotta find a win somewhere. But you know what's funny? I watched this, I watched the interaction, and now that I think about it now, it reminds me of very much of like Smeagol and uh, Smeagol I was and Bilbo, a yep. Bilbo in, in yes. the Hobbit, like the, yep. the riddles, the back and forth, and trying to figure things out. And and I was like, wow, like like my two favorite like. Uh, tri- like trilogies or not not trilogies, but franchises. We are all gonna come get together along. in one. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, oh, for man. sure, it's just ridiculously awesome. Um, and it's funny, like C three PO would not have figured it out without R two D two. No, yeah, he was no. he was right there on the floor map. You know, no, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they and figure C-3PO it out, tell, and he tell, and he says to R two, "I'm good at riddles. I got this." Yeah. No, yeah, no, dog, you're not. <laughs> Um, so they figure it out. They manage to get shot up into back up to the surface. They explain everything that's going on. They end up closing the the hole that we had earlier uh, to the tunnel that they fell into. All is good. Wolf's all happy, hunky dory. He's glad that he's getting off the planet, and that's the end of this episode. Uh, but there are a lot of fantasy elements in this episode. How did you enjoy that in comparison to the classic sci-fi feel that Star Wars normally has? I loved it. I thought this, I don't know. I thought this whole episode was great. I thought it was, as I said earlier, just they they were able to take from the first moment you, you ride in and you see these creatures on wings and he's like, oh, it's going to be one of those planets. And I immediately had like Avatar flashbacks to them riding on those like dragon things and it's it's just as you said that interaction with Smeagol. I thought of the Ents, and I thought it was really cool. And they were able to use these fantasy elements to really bring about, like, hey, these are, you know, talking about cultural differences and people mm-hmm. unintentionally having a war and fighting with each other, and like saying the only way to solve it was by someone having that experiential knowledge to see the truth underneath that what lies underneath, and so something like a C-3PO who can't have predetermined bias was the only thing to conquer, you know, prejudice in that situation. So it was really cool. And they used fantasy as a way to like connect the audience with a really weird situation. And so I know it's, it's weird for star Wars, but I thought the writers really, really nailed this episode with what they were trying to say. Maybe they got a little too weird with it, too clever. That's what Mm -hmm. threw some people off, but, I don't know. I really enjoyed it for for all of those things. I feel oh, like yeah. George Lucas really liked this arc because <laughs> I feel like he likes <laughs> the very weird parts of Star Wars. Yes, that don't yep. that yeah. seem to not intrigue a lot of people, but it really mm-hmm. excites him. I yeah. don't know. I yeah. just feel like that he's uh he made this arc and he was like, 
all right, let's let's do this. I'm I'm ready to <laughs> but let's let's make these characters very immersive and let's tell a good story yeah. about little people and rats rat rats Tyrell species. I don't know. Oh yeah. This will be like the new Citizen Kane. You <laughs> could absolutely do some like cameo voiceover services. Oh, <laughs> hey. Do you know what the funny <laughs> thing is? Faster, I've done yeah. that impression many Fra times and people are like, oh my god, you don't sound like George Lucas. Fra faster. More intense. More intense. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just I'm just trying to tell a story here. Story. Don't, don't, just trying to tell a story. <laughs> don't, don't be too overly critical about everything. It's, it's not okay. I'm bought in. This anyway. is fantastic. <laughs> no, yeah. So let's go to the <laughs> chat a little bit. Um, Jordy Jedi, thanks for joining. Underscore B Dazzler underscore. Uh, for the folks at Duel of Ranks, if y'all are looking for merch that is Star Wars related, Marvel related, and all movie, all handmade all, and all, all handmade, mm -hmm. go to far far away she has everything from Star Wars to Marvel. She's starting to do DC because she is into the Batman right now. Um, Brooke, our friend, she does great things. Go follow her on TikTok, underscore B Dazzler, underscore. Uh, go to farfarawayfactory.com. She's got awesome brotherhood. She has a brotherhood uh, sweatshirt and T-shirt. Uh, she will be doing, she's actually doing custom uh, Air Jordans for me. Uh, uh, th that I'm going to be wearing at celebration, uh, when Ooh. we go, uh, at in less than a month. So, uh, go 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 to her store. She's awesome. We always we we love her stuff. So, always got to do a plug for a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and that also... reminds me when you talked about uh DC and the Batman. Um, yep. Christian, didn't you say you really like riddles too? Because I was thinking, like, did, what were your thoughts on the Batman movie, real quick? Well, without heavy spo spoilers, I don't want to you know ruin it but right. i enjoyed it i think i was expecting a little more from everything they threw in the trailer uh, okay. I, think, I think the trailer of the movie has like all of its best climaxes and so it kind of leaves you with nothing bigger when you watch the movie but it's a really well done movie well written script and it's i'm i'm looking forward to watching it again at Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. No, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, thank you, Escape Reality uh, Films. Brian with the beard. Thanks for all the criticism. Appreciate it, pal. We all know it's out of love. Uh, Obi Sean Kenobi. Go follow him on TikTok. And one of our competitors, one half of the Dyad in the Force, Element 7. Thank you for joining us on this awesome arc with some new <laughs> Did friends. You say hello, persons. <laughs> yep. 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 We hello are just person. persons. We're persons to him. I would uh, citizens, but citizens, uh, chart next plot summary. All right. Now we move to the second half of the droid adventure arc episode six, nomad droids. Here is the plot summary. Homeward bound on a peaceful mission on the planet. Aline R2D2 and C3PO were caught up in an adventure beyond their comprehension. After finally resolving their crisis and being taken to Jedi master, Adigalia's cruiser, 
They now head home to the safety of the Republic, hoping to avoid a separatist attack. Wait, see, 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 Luke? see, Luke? You didn't, you well didn't struggle at all well on that done. one. No, wait, you didn't no, no, no. I pointed no. out that Adigalia. Oh, Ad- is Ad- in the Adigalia. <laughs> Adigalia. Yeah, I know. I, I so, always. I, so hey, that's you, the you guys one don't know. name. That's the um, one name I can get right. Adigalia. So, Brody and Christian. So, if you guys aren't aware of this, Luke has a tendency of mispronouncing a lot of people's names. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Adigalia was like the first yes. one. And when that. So, we were doing the arc. I forgot what arc it was when Adigalia oh. was like. Um, it's early um, in season two. Um, but every single time he was about to say Adi Galia, he kept on struggling. And then when the time came, he was like, you know what? I'm going to point to Char and then I'll say the name. And then he kept going. <laughs> Adi Galia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> single great. time. I would lo- I'd look at him. I'd be like. Adi Galia. <laughs> yeah. That's how so, it was. <laughs> but, but now I've gotten better. I, I, I've gotten better at it. But um, we have another quote. Obviously, it starts off with every quote, but I, I feel like this one hits home a little bit more. The quote, which most Star Wars fans are going to catch right away, who's the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? How you got to say, say in the Alec Guinness voice, who's the more foolish, the who's fool the, more foolish? the fool who follows him? Who's <laughs> the more foolish, the fool or the fool that follows him? Hey, that was Yay, good. That was look at good. that. That was pretty Man, good. I, yeah, okay, well, now... Now I gotta give Christian Obi Wan. Now I I can no longer I I can no longer take on the role the mantle of Obi Wan. It is now Christian's. No, you have all the responsibility. (laughs) I will be sending you my Xenopixel Obi Wan lightsaber. We're now gonna start every ep. He's gonna start every episode of Duel of the Ranks now with hello there, hello there, (laughs) hello there, hello there. Um. But uh, what were your guys' thoughts on on that quote and how it uh, relates to the arc as a whole, not just this episode? Were they like, were, who who wrote this episode? Because it clearly was not the same people who wrote the last one. Because were they talking about the mm-hmm. writers? Like, who are they talking about as the foolish <laughs> people here? Or are they talking about the audience? Because I felt foolish paying attention to 21 I- minutes of it. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me see one... because I had the plot summary ready. It's it was written by. Um, uh, it doesn't get that uh, much. Steve detail. Mitchell and Craig Van Sickle. Okay, that's a great last name, by the way, Van Sickle. Van Sickle. Mm. Van Sickle. Um, Van Sickle. <laughs> um. So we start off, and they're they're on their way back from their mission from Adeline. Uh, C three PO is talking to Padme. Um, and then all of a sudden they get, uh, they are under attack by General Grievous and his, his bunch of clankers. Um, yeah. and... I love how, I'll, I'll let you continue, but I like to point out that the very end of last episode, I love how it ends with C-3PO talking about how he was on this great adventure. And then the beginning yes. of this episode, he, he talks to Padme about, I was on such a great adventure. adventure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. great. Yeah, great. And then so they obviously everything goes to hell. Everything's in chaos. C-3PO actually says, uh, did you hear that? Just like he does in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Char, the very first sorry. words in Star Wars. Char, yeah, oh, I missed Char, that. That's a yeah, good one. Char, sorry if that was one of your three interesting facts. I no. at least do this nope. once. Nope. Once it in a couple a... months. Wow. It's not good for me. I caught that all on my own. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Not one of your inter- three interesting facts. Um, uh, hasn't happened in a while. No, it hasn't happened in a while. Uh, unless Malik's on, then you're toast. <laughs> uh, 
So Grievous appears and is fighting Adagalia. Um, question: What do you think about finally seeing some some lightsabers again? It was awesome. I'll tell you, like, so our show, we've been going through the Bad Batch. So jumping into Clone Wars, it was a nice, refreshing change of pace, even though it's the droid arc, I think, um, or the droid adventure. We've got, uh, it was awesome seeing some lightsaber action, even if so brief. But my one critique of, like, this episode was, there was, like, near the beginning, oh, they're under attack, and then, Bam, he's already on the ship. I'm like, how the yeah. heck did that happen so quickly? <laughs> yeah. Like, or did we just skip some time? But that was just little, but it was nice to see some lightsabers. Yeah. Brent Brody. No, I agree. I and I'll tell you what, just the same thing as what Christian said. We've been going through however many weeks, like nine weeks of bad batch. And when you watch a lot at once, it feels fine. But when you do it in this slow, grueling way, it just it doesn't feel like a very good batch and feels like no very <laughs> fitting. And so it kind of gets slow until the end here. But no. So, yeah, coming in, maybe that's why I like the last episode so much. But just being able to see lightsabers again in that capacity, it was it was so cool. I, again, wish we could have had a little bit more of that than the story no, we yeah. got. But it was no, yeah. cool. I guess a more Plo Koon, baby. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Who does see him a little bit later? But Plo. yeah. We, who, um, who does, yeah, exactly. We all love Plo Koon. Yeah, we you, we're gonna start questioning people. I don't think I've ever met Plo anyone Koon. that doesn't like Plo Koon. Does he I mean, we he's so is, cool. is the status Jedi death of all time. Because remember, was it's he, he was shot down when, by when the clones? Shot, yeah, shot down isn't Kader it by the clones who he was like, "We're just expendable, not to me." No, I th- I think it. I, I don't know if it's canon. But I mean, I would like to think that that's the case to make oh, it more tragic because it's, it's, it's even sadder. Oh, you know, so I just, sad. Because you know, loving Empire Strikes Back and loving Re- Re- Revenge of the Sith just doesn't make you any more sad or depressed at all. You know, exactly. You know, we live for this trauma. Yeah, we live. Yeah, we live for the emotional damage. Yeah. Um, but I, I, <laughs> that would sadder. that would hurt. That would hurt. That would hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they are. So basically, R two and C three P are pretty much fighting on their own. Uh, R two is a straight savage when he's take when he takes when over is he that Y wing. <laughs> when is he not? I, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um. So R two and uh, C three PO. He R two is basically like, get in or I'm leaving you. Get in or I'm leaving you. And three PO just like has so much trouble getting out, getting into the the cockpit. So they take off. They're fighting. They're going through a space battle. Uh, there's this one tr- uh, droid, um, vulture droid, that is consistently following them. They like he they go t- so they rear off from the battle and they go all the way to this uh, planet and it's still following them. I understand like I wasn't understanding it at the time, but now like rewatching it, now I understand why that droid droid was obviously doing that because obviously a you don't want to leave. No, you don't want to leave any survivors. You d- the Y wings back then did have hyperdrives, um, so it did have the capability of going into hyperspace to warn uh, of the coming attack. Um, but it's like it felt kind of like dumb to me for some reason. Did it? Did did either of you guys feel that way when watching this? Like watching that whole dogfight? Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> yes, yeah, 
no, it's I mean, kind of just like lackluster, like just kind of breezed over it. No, yeah. yeah. I feel like he, I feel like in this whole arc, you kind of breeze over a little bit, you know, like there's some things that you see that are, that are interesting. And then there's stuff that's just really not. Yeah, it's kind of um, like how I would picture a droid to pilot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, in R2's a hell of a pilot. Hell of a pilot. Yeah. Um, so they end up crash landing on this planet. Um, they get out of the uh, Y-Wing uh, and they're meted by the Patitis. And I shit you not, these characters are this big. They make Literally Lieber Gascon this look big. big. No, seriously. <laughs> and like the interactions between like R2, C3PO, like I like they are just like all again, they're all enamored with C3PO. They're yeah. just like, oh yeah, hey, hey, you're all good. And like here comes the leader of the Petites, who is just a Walmart job of the hut. <laughs> Literally, a Walmart job of the hut. Hey zoo. Yeah, hey zoo. Say big hey zoo. Yeah, Hezu. <laughs> um, and I love the interaction that C3PO has with Hezu, and he's just like, he's just like, okay, we we'll get out of your way. And then R2's like, let me at him. Like he, like the whole Timon and Pumbaa. Let me yeah. at him, let me at him. Yeah. And and, and, and C3PO's like, I don't see the point. They're not gonna do much harm. We're bigger than them. <laughs> and um, there was a there was a line that C3PO said too. It's like you better watch out. R2 is trained in like 47 different ways of self-defense. Yeah. Like, and then he's like, ha! I'm like, yeah. 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 I was laughing so hard, but he just starts pulling out his stuff. I'm like, come here. No, yeah. Um, uh, so C3PO accidentally, uh, he says, no, I can't let you at him. And then Dice pushes him. Ironically, R2 lands on the leader. Uh, great job, C3PO. Hand, hand, just great job. Good job. Um, the other interesting thing about this is that the Petit uh, the Petites uh, speak basic instead of their own language, which I found really really interesting because usually when you get to a a, um, a planet that's been that's been inhabited by their own, they usually have their own language because basic. Yes, it is it is galaxy wide, but you still have just like on on Earth. There's there's places that you go to that haven't been that are that that still are not culturized that way i guess i should say um or just to have him learn the language you know what yeah. i mean uncivilized yeah. yeah uncivilized yeah and when um, when r2 and 3po were tied down it gave me big gulligan's travels vibes yeah that's oh, exactly yes. right. it was, that's it was what paying I was homage to think of. it was yeah. paying homage to that gulliver tie uh -huh. down that's what no, i was yeah. trying to think of yeah no yeah absolutely um and it's it's very comical that that scene is very comical and it's on brand for for these two. Um, what about C three PO makes him so appealing to other species that that want to elect him as a leader? I why why if you why? have T Mobile five G home internet, you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why. Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. 
From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. I'll take a crack at it. I think a big part of it is that language aspect. He can speak the language of the locals. And so when you can get a person like that, anything with politics, like you get someone who can speak the language of the locals and can relate that way. And then you turn them into some metallic, shiny, idle figure. I think you got a recipe for success there. I think that's something people or things gravitate towards. Oh, yeah. I think size yeah. has something. Go ahead. I just I just realized this too because because the clones in the last episode called him a shiny and they, they use the term shiny as like a degrading term, like, oh my god, you haven't even done anything. You're a shiny. But yeah. to other species, when he's called shiny, it's like a very positive thing. It's like, oh my god, he look at him. He's he's so bright and he's so smart and all this. And yeah. I just find it funny how the clones see them as garbage while others like one man's trash is another man's treasure that's that's kind of how i thought about it for a second but anyway go ahead brody i think something like with size has to play into this too because i mean you think about like like these babylonian statues of their gods or whatever and everything's like at least 15 feet tall and gold Mm -hmm. and so you got to think like okay that some gold statue comes to life in your mind it's just a statue you know what a droid is and it's walking and talking and it speaks your language, as you said, and probably, again, much deeper voice than you have. So the base for them, like, oh, like, like it's like, well, this thing has some power with it, even though it's just C-3PO. I don't know. I, I think that has something to do with it. Just, you know, just by how much taller he is than everybody else, too. No, yeah, definitely. That That makes sense. And it's just so funny because it's like, again, he's getting worshipped. And like to us as the audience, we're like that that's not this again yeah yeah (laughs) well yeah this again and like he's not the he's not a he's not your typical hero so it's just kind of like off-putting um uh so they're so they go back and they get into the y-wing and r2 literally almost obliterates the entire gang with the thrusters of the y-wings like literally almost causes genocide to an entire race of (laughs) right after they form (laughs) Yes. <laughs> they form yeah. democracy and life immediately ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell? Um, and fun. so they go and they, they go to another planet. Uh, they actually don't crash land. So that's that's awesome. Good thing. Good thing. Um, uh, so they land on this other planet. It's very similar. Uh, um, uh, wait, hold on. Uh, and they're captured again. Uh, by the, oh my the god, Binob, got it. I'm not gonna get that wrong this time. Binob, uh, and it follows the same arc structure. Um, kind of they get trapped, they get everything, and then they get the Binob take them to their leader, who is a hologram, and uh, this hologram is like saying all these things, kind of very similar to the scene in Wizard of Oz when Dorothy, um. The, the scarecrow, the tin man, and the lion are all in Oz, and he's doing the whole thing behind the curtain. Archie was able to sniff that out, 
and basically they, they he exposes to dumb dumb droids which are the pit droids from uh the phantom menace um uh and the banab were obviously furious they end up blowing up the entire sh- ship that crash landed there which is kind of funny yeah um, also and you forgot to point out the way r2 was looking at the pit droid i have never seen r2 like you can jet you can see it i've never seen him express genuine anger like you can see like the close-up on his face and it's like yeah like, it's a, it, you, it doesn't have a face but you can tell like he's he's pissed off i'm yeah. like oh yeah really <laughs> like Archie? yeah it was executed well <laughs> no yeah, yeah absolutely i'm like wow um, I, I, you never see r2 pissed off but man <laughs> no yeah he's gonna slice and dice him oh yeah for sure um so i feel like this arc uh, this arc highlights the friendship between C-3PO and, and R2. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because, like, as they're walking away, everything explodes, and R2 and C-3PO are just, like, they just seem to find themselves in, within some type of rebellion. Like, literally. In any 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 yeah. canon thing, they're just, like, if R2 and C-3PO are a part of it, it it's all gone to hell. <laughs> and, and they're the one thing that's keeping it all together, right? it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. but, no, go ahead. No, I said they're just the glue guys. In that oh, whole yeah, they thing. are. Yep. They, they absolutely are. Um, and they have a perfect balance of light bullying and sincere moments. Um, and this has foreshadowing their relationship in the sequel trilogy and how hard that must have been for C-3PO uh, while R2 was powered down. Because, you know, that's tough. Um, they end up losing power. Uh, some weak way, which I don't know if it's the same weak way that are, are affiliated with Hondo. Um, but they end up picking them up. Uh, C-3PO wakes up to R2, and they're all powered on, but they are being forced into fighting each other. L3 would not approve of the fighting, the droid fighting in this arc um, at all. Uh, this arc uh, highlights the individual personalities of these droids while uh, contrasting it with moments-slash-actions uh, from characters that show that they are are tools not people how do you think the droids fit into the social hierarchy of star wars does it depend on the the character slash the timeline so i love this conversation because i mean we've talked about it a lot and it's not like it's anything new to the sci-fi genre it's like are machines worthy of like depending on how advanced they are like what makes a human a human you're getting into like Blade Runner territory or yeah. like some other, you know, bioethical decisions to make with machines and humans and melding. And when, I think with Star Wars, generally, I think Star Wars took like the more lighter approach, like just to like teach, I don't know, about racism, where it's like droids are clearly like they're overtly discriminated against in these areas, like in A New Hope mm-hmm. and like they're they're primarily seen as lesser. And I think it's used to teach a lesson in like treating others equally. I think directly applying it to droids. Like we have a hot take on one of our episodes where like Amanda, she's all for L3 and like droids and equal rights. And I kind of like go on the opposite end of that argument. I'm like, Nope, droids aren't humans. They don't deserve equal rights. And just like we get a good conversation out of it. um, Because I think, there's something really special about humans. You know, we treat humans 
equally with respect, but I think to treat a machine the same way or to now, to now shift resources from humans to droids, I think that is anti-human and terrible. And it's interesting to like talk about it droids that way because C-3PO, R2-D2, they're not male or female or whatnot. They're a machine. You're interacting with the machine, but yeah. it's, it gets into this whole, it's a big fun sci-fi ethical debate. And I think I like just stoking the fire and being like, nope, droids don't deserve rights. Oh, <laughs> so don't, don't let Christian dog sit because it's not human. No, okay, that's <laughs> they may not uh, get fed. different, very yeah, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will make sure that Chewie is not with you when very, I'm when Chewie I'm at not celebration. A droid. He's a sentient being. He's living. Yeah, you're calling. You're calling. My my dog is named Chewie. That's my dog. Come exactly. On. Yeah, I love yeah, dogs. Man. Dogs are not droids, people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like I, I. I think it's a fascinating question. Um, so there, the pirates uh, are ending up uh, being attacked by who you think? Grievous. Um, the droids end up escaping, and R2 is just a beast yet again. Uh, with C-3PO, they're flying through space, and I just think I cackle every single time I watch. Every, like, not every single time. I've only... I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I've seen this arc maybe a total of three times. And this is the third time I've ever watched it. <laughs> I did laugh. I did laugh at that part though. It was very, very comical, very well-timed. And then the whole situation of like, okay, you're here. Now you're going to be part of general Grievous's new, new toy. We're going to, we're going to melt you down and build you back up. And literally the, this scream. And I'm pretty sure it's Steven Stanton. Who's, uh, voices that droid. Uh, he's like, no, no. And then, the B one just turns his blaster and just blasts blast the droid. I'm like, wow, yeah, wow, heavy hitting stuff here. Um, they end up getting uh rescued by Plo's Plo and Plo's Bros. Um, and it's so funny because at the end, like they, it's like the battle's over, and C three PO and R two go, don't shoot. Don't shoot. We're part of the Republic. And you you can just hear it in Wolf's voice. He's like, oh, fuck. Not these guys again. He's and, like, I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he's just like, uh, Plo's like, uh, C-3P is talking to him. And he's like, oh, I bet Commander Wolf would love to hear about your great adventure. <laughs> and, 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 and Wolf's just like, Oh, and that was the moment Plo Koon was uh, destined to die by <laughs> Commander Wolf him, had it I'm out for get him. him back. Like Order yeah. 66, if that ever gets greenlit, I want him. <laughs> yeah. No, but Wolf's tone and voice when Plo Koon states that he would love to hear the story is just perfect. It's just perfect. He was like, yeah, um, no. <laughs> no, no. And it's You already just, heard it enough just... of it. Like that was the best part of the that's entire funny. arc. If I'm that gonna be honest, like, like that's no, the best part. Like as someone who really loves Star Wars, I love like connecting the dots between stories. Like like Luke made a video recently about like how in Episode Three when Obi Wan's talking about the high ground, and then in Episode Six when Luke jumps up on the bridge, and then when Vader says Obi Wan has taught you well, you start to connect those dots yeah. a little bit. Hold on, I like I want I want I want I want to ask that question. I want to finish what you're saying. Before I go, I'm like, um, it was funny how the 
the episode before that starts with him talking about his adventure and at the very end they're like oh yeah let's talk about it again <laughs> and then we already yeah. know that wolf is already displeased with 3po so <laughs> to have yeah. that continue again is just even better <laughs> no yeah i i it, like it what are your guys' thoughts because i did make a tiktok video um uh like it, i think i i said uh what is the one scene or one thing about star wars that you interpret that everybody else that you interpret differently than everybody else like like char just said i i personally think canon wise it makes sense because here in key west we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself Make new friends and savor our live and let live vibe with LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife and year round activities and events. It's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Uh, Luke does get the high ground, and Vader is it, it, it has that connection. He is referring to um, that fight with Obi-Wan on Mustafar because he does have the high ground, and Vader doesn't leap up like he did before he walks up um what are some things that that you kind of differ from anybody from everybody else anything in particular i've gotten one what do you do christian do you have anything you go first i'm thinking that's a good question that is a really good question i personally really like and i get why it looks bad but i really like this for a lot of different a lot of different reasons the fight between Ray and Palpatine. While that's not, you know, what is it? The Rise of Skywalker. It's not a good movie. I really, really appreciate how that fight was done um, because you see Palpatine and he's just going all in on the dark side in that moment. And everything about the dark side is taking whatever the source of that darkness is and going on the offensive and saying, I'm going to do every with all the power I have. And there's this level of arrogance, too. He just saw all these starships come up. He was able to power them with his lightning. And he's going to shoot at Rey. I don't care if you're filled with however much Jedi support in this moment. I'm going to overpower you. And the comment, you know, everyone that was watching said, that's so stupid. He should have stopped trying to electrocute her. And he would have lived. But that's also succumbing. That's playing on the defense, which, again, that's the Jedi way. She's she's blocking him she's being the ultimate uh jedi in that moment by playing on the defense by being the light by not striking him allowing him to you know take himself down and so i thought there was a lot of symbolism with with that with everything that led up to that moment it was kind of like what you'd seen with mace windu and everything you know, how she was electrocuting himself there uh but the reason he stopped was again to demonstrate to anakin the faults the faultiness of the jedi what this was him like giga bowser moment so <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. do, i have all this power i'm gonna overpower you there's no way and i'm not going to give up i'm not going to budge and that was that was his downfall and i thought i thought that was cool considering his character throughout and you yeah. know everything's supposed to go during according to plan and it didn't so nope. it was cool nope. doesn't christian 
Yeah, no, I mean, I'd have to think a lot harder about this for anything like to really pull from, but I do like, and it's more obvious, I think, to everyone else, but just all of these good things that were happening to Anakin or like these good emotions that generally the Jedi are teaching to suppress or whatnot. Like there are these good things like love um, and certain attachment and, you know, just taking responsibility over someone else's life. There are some good things that you can take from that, but it like Anakin let it turn into something more of poison and turned it into like, fear, anger, hatred, and all these other things. And I think like that's the huge appeal to that character. I mean, the chief protagonist or whatnot. But um, so, yeah, like it's a, I don't know. I like that writing that line of like figuring out, you know, it's not always as clear cut as like black and white, good and evil. Yep. There's a complication to it, but also, and then the other thing is kind of like getting back to the droid conversation. Like I really like how, Star Wars is, you know, having that message of like treating others equally and with respect. And they're going to use droids to tell that. And like, mm-hmm. I like that. It's funny though, and ironic to me that they chose droids. Um, because yep. like in the real world, I don't see it that way. But, yeah. um, like I would have used any other, you know, race creature or whatnot in that regard. But, um, yeah. so th- I like the droid conversation with Star Wars too. Nice. Jar? Um, so a scene that I, that I interpret differently from a lot of people is the scene where Luke throws his lightsaber above his shoulder. Um, I see that as like, because many people see it as like a, a laugh, but if you look at it seriously, like think about the moments that Luke had with that lightsaber, (laughs) um, (laughs) like he's holding and looking at it. So he's just envisioning him getting his hand sliced off on Bespin and then him yelling no when he found out that Vader is his father. So it's like he had every reason to throw that thing. <laughs> why yeah. would he why why is a stranger coming up on my doorstep handing me this lightsaber that brings back all these bad memories? <laughs> and and the fans expect him to like cherish it. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. Point. That is a very good point. Very yeah. good point. Char, three interesting facts about the arc. All right. So my three interesting facts about the droid adventure arc. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Three interesting facts about a certain Clone Wars arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 22, the droid adventure arc. Fact one, Wolf's new armor. Supervising director Dave Filoni, who is an aficionado of Wolves, created com- Clone Commander Wolf's new armor decoration. Filoni chose a helmet with a visor very similar to that worn by clone commander Neo in episode 3 because it best suited the design of the wolf emblem. Not to mention wolf has a different look in every season of the show. Fact Mm -hmm. 2. A unique design element. One of the design cues for the Alina aliens that that helps differentiate the males and the females can be determined by the size of their jawbones. Fact 3. The fighting droid's inspiration K-05D, the droid in the fighting pit aboard the pirate ship, is based on the worker droids wandering Moss Eisley seen in the special edition release of A New Hope. You see the one where he's like hitting down the droid as the speeder goes by. Mm-hmm. The droid's chatter may sound familiar as well. It is the same dialogue spouted by the gold insect droid seen inside the sand crawler with R2 and 3PO in that movie as well. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the droid adventure arc. 
Nice. Learn something new. And mm-hmm. let's get into the rankings. Uh, everybody in the chat, if you guys would like to participate, give us your ranking. Uh, we're gonna start uh, with Brody. What what would what would you uh, what would your overall ranking of the arc be? Oh man, that's so tough because that first one I I really enjoyed for the writing. The second was so bad. I think I'd have to say Padawan for that reason because it toggles between Jedi Knight and Youngling. So it's it's a Padawan for me. Okay, there there you go, there you go, Christian. I would say Padawan. Okay, it might not be as extreme. I enjoyed both episodes, but yeah, the Mercy mission a little more. Yeah, Char. Um, I knew what I was going to grade this right after I got done rewatching it. It is a Padawan. Uh, I don't know if it'll be universal with you adding on to it, Luke, but I think that some of the elements in Nomad Droid or Nomad Droids were, um, a little too weird for my liking. I know Star Wars is a very weird franchise, but it's just some of the stuff that was just happening in that arc. It just didn't sit with me well. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I gonna have to give it padawan too universal i really, padawan. Wanted, I, I really okay. wanted to give it a youngling but i don't think we've ever given anything a youngling this far um oh, really i think you should come on to our given... show we'll get oh. i don't know if i've given a bombad <laughs> I... I thought i gave bombad jedi uh youngling but i don't know i don't remember i don't remember we had we'd have we'd have to cut the it's tape been we have to, three we have to cut the tape. we had to cut the tape uh, but that is going to be it for talking about Clone Wars. We're going to get into Star Wars news. All right. So as some of you all, some of some of our followers and listeners and, and, and watchers of the podcast know, me and Char... And a bunch of our other friends are going to Star Wars Celebration this year. Um, I did talk to Christian early on, and when we when we first when we first met over over the Twitterverse, um, what are your guys' plans since you guys aren't going to kind of celebrate the week of of celebration? What are your guys' plans? <laughs> Christian just. Looking right at me like, what are we doing, Brody? Way out in the future. <laughs> what are we doing? The, what, are, what are the dates of that again? I should know. So, so it's, it's May 26th 26 through May 29th. 9th. That beach two of ah. No, you did. <sighs> really? I mean, we're just, we, we didn't, we're not doing anything. My goodness. What, what are we doing, Christian? <laughs> <laughs> well, specifically for the show or personally in yeah. our lives no no I mean, like like both like are you are, like are you <laughs> are you gonna watch celebration are you gonna have it like live oh, streamed yeah. and and stuff like that because oh, i know I, we, I we'll be doing we'll we'll be doing everything so yeah that's what i want to know so this I, on our show we aspire if we're not going to be there we knew we weren't going to go this year we're hoping to be there maybe next year if not yes. the year following while we're doing all that we're also working on Right now, we're on the storyboarding process of a really neat fan film. So 
lots of stuff going on there budget wise and there's there's lots of really awesome videographers and people working with us on that so uh especially luke with you being luke in you're in the region and get a cameo yeah yeah i know i know well, you'll have to i'll have to tell you <laughs> about it by. off screen so no, no one steals yes absolutely dude are you not nah, uh, nah, i don't care yeah. I will. I will dress up as <laughs> I. I will shoot the goddamn thing if I have to. I don't yeah. care. It's gonna Let's be. Let's get this it's, guy. It's awesome. It's awesome. So yeah, we're we're working on that right now. Uh, awesome. We're also building out our studio. So we're all gonna be in person starting probably in like two or three weeks here. Uh, legit studio out here in Nebraska. So pretty darn nice. excited about that. So yeah. have to have y'all uh, guests with that whole setup so really yeah, it's, it's a lot of a lot of building we've been doing a lot of fun recordings we started in november right now this spring's about taking our show to that next level and then hopefully next year be on site have some microphones interview fans get their rankings uh awesome love That's to do awesome. that but yeah what are you guys doing at celebration what's uh, yeah. what's gonna be your presence there oh <laughs> uh it's it's a lot crazy. It's going to be crazy. So we've got we, we didn't get media passes because we, we were lucky enough to get just get have fast fingers on the Internet and able to get four day passes. Yeah. Um, I will be flying out. Um, I, I will be flying out a couple of days before um, just to kind of get the way of the land, because this is my first con in general. This is my first con. So I've never nice. been, I've never um, been it, one either. What uh, a yeah. first con. I know. Yeah. Right. Um, I will be cosplaying as Obi Wan probably that Thursday, and and, I will be and, and Saturday. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right. It, it was, oh so 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 it, it 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 works out. Um, it was it's it was Char's birthday yesterday. Tuesday. Oh, happy hey, birthday, Tuesday. Man. Tuesday. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I turned the age a... of what Taylor Swift said in that song. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it. Too much hassle. Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, 22. <laughs> um, right. So for nice. his birthday, for his birthday, I actually got him the Anakin cosplay so that yep. we could we could, we could could do I it got together. A, I got the cloak over here and... That's that's awesome. Yeah, so um I we will be doing the Obi-Wan Anakin. 
obviously, so I've actually grown out my hair to get the style of both Revenge of the Sith and of the Kenobi show. Oh, oh yeah. So, so I want to go doing... mullet Kenobi. No, no, I don't think I could go mullet Kenobi. I think I'd have to wait another year for it to even be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. If um... I really wanted to, I would. I would be mullet Kenobi because under this hat, I do no, have yeah, a lot of hair. Oh yeah, he's got there. He's got the yeah, hair. I got the... I, I, I'm just attempting oh, it. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm just attempting it. Um, but uh, I think our plans are um, we're so we're definitely doing the final match of the trivia uh, live mm-hmm. in Anaheim. Oh, sweet. So um, whoever nice. whoever makes it out of our bracket will be playing Darth Chaco for the Pod Ones podcast. Yeah. So this is the second tournament. coming of our tournament. And yeah. in the first tournament, Chaco won it. Yeah, so everyone me. that was competing in the bracket um, is going to celebration. So whoever's yeah, winning it, it'll be easy to plan that all out. So yeah, so that that will definitely be happening. Uh, we will be doing reactions. Uh, I, we will be doing a reaction to Kenobi, both episodes. Yeah. Um, and we will be doing a roundtable, but it probably won't be as cut and precise as it usually is um but we'll be doing that we'll be doing meetups going to i well i'm going to disney on that wednesday we're going to galaxy's edge uh all of us in our in our group and we're just going to do that that's our plans for celebration but um what are some panels that you want that that you're that you're really wanting to tune in for throughout the convention any of my because because keep in mind order yeah, so keep, keep in mind, I was at the last celebration, and at that last celebration, the Mandalorian hasn't had didn't even come out yet. So there's they're gonna be covering oh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but may yeah, I may I remind so you much guys. down the pipeline. Man, like, it's a great time to be a Star Wars mm-hmm. fan. Like, oh, yeah, not even Rise so Skywalker was out yet. No, yeah, absolutely, That's crazy, absolutely. I I I want your guys' thought because everybody, if you Brody Christian. I my thing is Kenobi. It it has been since the conception of when we started hearing that it was happening and happening happening. I I, I always manage and and everybody knows this about me. I will at least bring it up once. You being guests, I want your thoughts on what we could see from Kenobi and what did you think of the trailer? Oh, I got I got some hot. You takes. go first. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Okay, I'll go. I feel like you should because. I'm going to say some things that people aren't going to like. So you go first, Christian. No. So like, yeah, the chief (laughs) thing I would, I'm really hyped for Kenobi of all things like Disney star Wars. Kenobi is something that I'm one of the most excited about, but what I loved about it, I have high hopes for it because the trailer, it brought in duel of the fates that yes. song oh and, god damn it and it looks like and i think it's been announced it's the highest budget live action show for star wars and that makes sense yep and you're bringing back a prequel era legend ewan mcgregor and you've already announced like disney's doing it to themselves they've already said hayden christensen is coming in we've got inquisitors like this is one thing that we also talked about on our show this show better have like prequel era type choreography for the lightsaber fights because we have not gotten that since Disney has acquired Star Wars. Like sure, like 
the sequels are fun to watch and everything, but it comes nowhere close to the choreography that we get in the prequels. Yeah. And we're 20 years down the road, and it's like, what are we doing? Like, let's get back to Star Wars and lightsabers. So, right? Christian, I, I will combat that. All right. So, here's here's where you got to remember. Yeah. So, the sequel trilogy takes place 20 years after the original trilogy. So, you have to remember there's there hasn't been very much advances. Oh, 30. 30? 30 years? 30 years. So, there hasn't been a whole lot of advancement, and the only person that's been teaching is Luke. So that's why you don't see all of the big choreography spins, stuff like that. It's because it's continuity issue. It's and where you have to really look at it at, as a perspective of that's why they have this fighting style. And also, yeah. I, I agree. I, staff, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I do. I do like a lot of the prequel fights and, and, I think you're going to get a Kenobi Vader fight that is very similar to that imagined uh, the SC imagined on YouTube. I was, I was thinking that. Yeah, that is what it's going to be closely to. That's what I was thinking. That's what I think it's going to be closely closely to, because I think there's going to be stuff. Yes, Anakin is Anakin is still, and I'm going to reference him as as Vader as Anakin because they're the same freaking person, mm -hmm. and that could be a whole nother. If you want to come discussion. on, if you want to have a debate. Yeah, bring me on for an Anakin if Anakin and Vader are the same person. <laughs> hey, I started because, that controversy. Yes, 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 and I, I'll be damned. But um, like it, it's it's I am I, I if you watch the trailer reaction, you just know how how excited I am for this. But Brody, Heck, Brody, yeah. go go ahead. I want to hear. I'm very interested to hear about what you have to say. I was looking at Brody's um, you know, facial expressions. I was like, hmm, <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Hey, no, I I love I love that we have a different a differing opinion because I mean, hey, he has not a Boba everything... Fett helmet. I got to sign Jeremy Bullock Boba Fett helmet up here. I'm you know oh it's really good. snap. I've Hot got dog. I've got Vader's helmet. All right, and I got Vader's. Me. I'm, I'm not so trying to one up you, Luke, but I'm just like you know, point. Man, <laughs> I'm so glad I came on this podcast. You guys are my people. I Boba I Fett's my this... favorite character all time. Oh, Before and boom. after Book of Boba. Oh. oh, that's that's amazing. That is amazing of you. It's amazing. I have a whole shelf dedicated to Boba, but I think Ahsoka's taken my new top favorite character. She's. I even got candy oh. dispensers. Hey, candy dispensers. So if tomorrow, or if uh, tomorrow Morrison ever comes to the states for any con, y'all need to let me know. I need to get this bad boy signed. Um. He's yeah. I mean, I was born in the early '90s. I think there's a chance that he might be at Celebration. I think he will be. I'm waiting for that because all I want, like out of all the photo ops, there's only two that I really, really want. I want Giancarlo Esposito because not just because I'm a big Mandalorian fan, I'm a big Breaking Bad fan as well. And Tamara Morrison. <laughs> That's only two. Man, I want. if he's there, I'd be so sad. <laughs> no, no, no. Part. You know what, Brody? You know what I'll do? I'll pay the. I'll pay whatever whatever it is to get something signed. Hey. And I'll bring it back for you. There's a guy. friend. That's my guy. That's my guy. Well, the okay. work together. That's yes. right. <laughs> Go big uh, red. Red. Yeah. I tell you, we we run deep. Yeah. So okay, we, my show. This is the thing. Our show's all about ruffling feathers. I again grew up big sports fan. Loved. There was a show called First Take with these guys named oh, Stephen God. A. Smith and Skip Bayless. Uh -huh. I have on more than one occasion had, and that was like, all right, why don't we take that style of show? And there's nothing in the Star Wars universe like it. 
No one, no one does yeah. this debate style thing. I watch Undisputed. Skip Bayless is quite the character. <laughs> skip, skip. Let me tell you something. Skip. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I love my grandmama used to say. Yeah. <laughs> you may look when you look like a squirrel, you think like a nut. No, I love that show. Love those guys. And I was like, it'd be really cool to do something. Oh, okay. Look at that lightsaber. That no, just, cool. just, just tread lightly, I guess. Hide <laughs> your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your I know. Kids hide your kids. Hide your wives. Um, so, yeah, here's what's happening. I've been compared more than once in the last however many weeks I said this to Skip Bayless because I hated that trailer so much. So Final much. Record okay. finals yeah. margin. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. It was one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my entire life. I was so okay. upset. Here's what's wrong with that trailer. Okay. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was perfection. It was everything you could have ever wanted in a trailer. And that's why I hate that so unbelievably much. That trailer was so shit. Here's the thing, man. When I watched The Last Jedi, before you go in, they have all these trailers. They're like, here's the direction. Here's the direction. It's not going to go the way you think. But here's what we think. Your Snoke theory sucks. We're going to try to prove you wrong. And then, okay, you got this whatever movie. You walk out of it. You have some really interesting trailers for The Rise of Skywalker. It didn't pan out very well. The story, it wasn't executed, but people were hyped anyway. Then people were really disappointed. Mandalorian didn't have hardly any trailers. There was just a few shots, some interesting things. Like, okay, it spurned curiosity more than anything. It did really well. Book of Boba Fett had a lot of TV spots, had a lot of trailers. We're like, this is going to be like a Godfather level show. And it was a C-level thing overall. And I was mm-hmm. so excited. I was actually about on the a Book podcast of... the other day and I ranked Boba Fett at C. So Yeah. And it's yeah. so it's so sad. The amount of missed layups and missed opportunities they had to make that show an A. And it could have been, in my mind, one of the best Star Wars shows of all time. And it's because if they would have set it up just a little bit differently, even just cast, hey, here's his visor, Book of Boba Fett, December 2021, people are going to be excited. But this show... They've done all of those things that from the past to get people excited and high grounded the hell out of themselves. They said, look, Ewan McGregor's back. Okay, we're excited. We're in. Say less. They're like, no, 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 no. Darth Vader's back. They're going to fight again. Maybe Mustafar. Here's the story art, uh, artwork, but we're not going to tell you where they're fighting. They're like, okay, we're, we're in. Hey, Inquisitor's back. They look a little weird, but don't worry about that. Okay, I'm still in. And here's Duel of the Fates. And by this point, everyone's bought in the music's there it's all beautiful and i'm like now you've sold perfection you're telling the audience this is going to be the most perfect masterpiece disney plus is going to offer you anytime in your near future. and i'm, Any, and and I'm, I'm like saying that i'm saying that and i'm like good because if you I'm give saying. anything less than an a plus effort you lost you lost. It's it's championship. So you're, so you're telling me that Lucasfilm is pulling some type of reverse psychology on the trailers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, what. So 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 here here's the thing. All of that, uh, all of that, I I I understand. I get it. This is from yeah. a bitter fan because no, I that under- got botched. I, I, I no no I understand. <laughs> and and you have you have. I am not a Boba Fan fan. I I enjoyed Book of Boba Fett for what it was, and so. Like like I said earlier, I, I like I will have expectations. I will have expectations. I have theories about what you're gonna have. Um, it, it, what what I want to happen is that is all of it gonna come true? No, absolutely not. 
like the like a lot of the things I I want. Like the one thing I absolutely want. If I don't get it, I'll be I'll be I'll be a little disappointed, but I'll get over it. I if you bring Hayden Christensen back for this role, you he's got to take off the helmet. He's got to have mm-hmm. that conversation with Obi Wan. He has to. The way I think that we are going to get a face to face, it's going to happen, and it's going to be fantastic. People are just losing their minds. Oh, Obi Wan can't leave Tatooine. Like, bro, bullshit. He can't leave Tatooine. It's mentioned multiple other times in the original trilogy. It can be interpreted. Obi Wan once thought as you do. In Return of the Jedi, the last moment we see Obi-Wan look at Anakin, he thinks he's a burnt crisp. The only other time that he's ever thought that Anakin is good was when Padme said it to him in Revenge of the Sith. How would Vader think that he thought that there was good in him at one point? Yeah. There, but there's by, no. But, but and by, by doing that, by saying Hayden's back for this, and likely Ahsoka is what they're saying, like... Don't you think they're painting this in a light to say that, hey, this is going to be better than... I mean, again, this is this this marketing campaign. This is clearly for people who grew up watching the prequels or love the prequels. Wouldn't you say this is meant to say, hey, this is the best thing since episode three? Like, that's how this is meant to feel. I I don't I don't know. I because I, I just I, I think it's it's a game of of they want they, they know that the, the sequels are 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 a bit. They're not as loved. So, like, here's my thing. The sequels, I enjoy them for what they are. I like their story. Execution wasn't, in my opinion, some of it wasn't there. But I'm willing to throw that away because I'm a story guy. I understand the story. It makes sense to me. That's what I love. Um, I think the sequels are going to age well. They're going to age well when when they, when because just like the prequels. People griped and griped and griped and griped. Just imagine if the prequels would have came out in this day and age with social media. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Like exactly. that's it's just it's just ridiculous. like Brody. You're a sports guy. Imagine if Michael Jordan was playing basketball in today's era, and if he had oh, a game, 60, he would he get probably, torched. No, he would probably score sixty points. I was about to say. I think he's 30, getting like forty-eight. Uh, a game he, with he, the... Forty-eight. Forty-eight a game. Thirty. <laughs> no hand checking. 30 from, 30 from the uh, free throw line, you know, but anyway, um, I, I just, I, I it, it's all, it, and it's, and it's really all down to, it's all down to each individual. We all aren't going to be a, what a, like they, we're all not going to agree. And that's the perfect thing about Star Wars. It's all up to interpretation. Yeah. Um, And I mean, it, it, it an element's got a good point here. He said, um, the prequels would have been even worse if you could monetize negative negativity like you can today. Absolutely, like people. My I'm zero, not going to. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and then another creator which we will not name, um, clown. We will say, um, just throwing out just stupid stuff about like poorly. Like you can have you can have gripes. I understand gripes, but when you don't have any legitimacy behind your takes, then mm. you lose me. You know what I mean? But I, I can understand where you're coming from, Brody. I hope they, I hope they knock it out of the park and they make you like just. Enjoy oh, and I, and show. I want to be very, very clear too. I have no problems with any star Wars content ever made, including yeah. the holiday special. Wow. 
I'm that's my. <laughs> I have no Good problem for you. I don't hate any piece of Star Wars content ever made. I hate the marketers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my full time gig. I have a problem with the trailer for Obi Wan, not Obi Wan itself, because I feel like they're making the expectations too high, and we're gonna get a lot more negativity if it's not perfect than we are. If it's again, if it's an A, if it's a minus level show, you're going to see a lot of people upset. Yeah. Um, like Revenge well, of the Sith. Either way, there's going to be people that are upset. You know, yeah. That, yes. That's 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 bound to happen. No, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Very true. No, absolutely. No, I love all Star Wars, like every good. bit of it. So. Good. Good. I mean, it, it's it. You just have those people that are just sticks in the mud, like oh, the cheek. That's all they talk about. It's how bad Disney screwed up here. How bad did they? They've ruined everything. And then guess what? 20 years from now, there's going to be another trilogy coming yeah, out. Yeah, 20 years from now, your children and, and are going to be loving and, this and, series. And, and, it's, and, and these fools are going to be like, oh, well, the sequels are pretty pretty good now. Looking back at it, it wasn't all that bad. I can just see it now. And all these Especially fucking Especially after clowns. Mandalorian fleshes it out and everything. Oh, it will. It, they're already doing oh, it. No, and, there, oh. and there's people already complaining about the Mandalorian having ties oh with God. the sequels. And I'm like, just let it go. All right. Let they're it trying go. To, they're trying to connect yeah. stories, just like how and, the prequels did it with the originals, and just like yeah, how the, the originals the are Clone doing Wars it with made the, sequels. the prequels better. Yes. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. the thing. Like, <laughs> without exactly, it, what like, would it be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, I'm like a Star Wars optimist. Like you, like you all, like a lot of us, we're Star Wars optimists where we're willing to see the good out of the bad. And like, yes. at the end of the day, it's fantasy fiction, so none, nothing is like your day shouldn't yep. be wrecked by it. And honestly, just like, like our sports teams, yeah. And if there's something <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> it's fantasy. It's all, yeah. But um, if there's anything that you really don't like, like oh, like not my Luke Skywalker or whatever, whatever it is, like you can always go back and just read the old stuff or read an older canon book or whatever. Like you can always yeah. go back and like watch the That's... movies that you always watch. How do I feel about this new Lord of the Rings show? If it's oh. not very good, I'm very, the I'm actually discourse. more nervous about that. I am. I'm stoked. I, I have you, have you read the Silmarillion? Oh yes. Yeah. Many times. Oh. Wait, you've read the Silmarillion and you live in Nebraska and you like star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Let's connect. We yeah, have one of the big Lord of the Rings guys. I, I so it, just the other night, somebody was asking me about the Cimmerillion and like like what the show is going to be about, and I yeah. went on like a, a a thirty minute monologue, like okay, so here this is how it started. You have Luvatar, uh, Arrow, oh, and yeah. and I went what? I went to like the to the to where the show is going to start, and it I'm just an overall nerd, but yeah. Like I, I'm so I'm so excited for I'm so excited for everything that's coming out. Mm -hmm. It's just it's this year is the the year of the nerd, the year of the nerd. <laughs> it, you're, you it got Halo is. coming out literally. on Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah, Jurassic yes. World three. Yeah, Jurassic World. Uh, Kenobi. Kenobi. Bad Bad. Andor. Yeah. House of Dragon. You also um, have Fantastic of... Beasts that just came out too. Yes. Yeah, we're not gonna. Like oh that. man, I wanted to see that. Is that good? I um I've I heard just that people yeah. enjoyed it. Um yeah, okay. I'm I I'm will... gonna, we're not gonna dive into Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. very often because I don't talk about Harry yeah. Potter very often. Not, not, especially not, like um not not fond you know, of people what, have problems yeah. with like the person that like yeah um, like, not a big fan of hers but, uh... to be honest. She did a good job writing books, but you know, 
it is what it is. <laughs> um, but um, we're gonna we're getting close to the end. Uh, trivia update. Um, we have only released one match. It was the match between Amanda Clorian and uh, basically basic basically Bucky. Um, go AKA check gingers that are out. plants. Yeah, gingers are plants. Go check out that match. Um, like I said in previous videos, if this does well, there could be stuff down the line of starting a league, doing a doubles tournament. Well, maybe you'll see some new faces that are you're seeing right now. Yeah, we'll I love writing more ten-page docs worth of trivia. Yes, we'll <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But that's where we're at. Um, I also have an announcement. Uh, I did a giveaway for this book. Um, there were a couple of entries, and the winner. Hold on here. I've got it on my phone. The winner of the Queen's Hope book. Uh, is Lily Bet Vader. Um, she is from the UK, so I will be shipping this to her. Um, so congratulations. I will be DMing you on TikTok um, to get this new book. Um, if you guys aren't reading it, Brotherhood is coming out, which is a book between about uh, that case on Cato Nemordia. Doesn't count. You need to read it. Yes. No, it Mike will. Chen. Mike Chen. Uh, we've got some stuff in the works. We'll just say that. Yeah, look, I got to talk to you that. about that soon. Yes. See if, there's, see if there's any update on that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we will hopefully have an update here soon. Um, but uh, thank you to the guys of Duel of Ranks. Brody, Christian, um, where can the good people follow you again on the social medias? At Duel of the Ranks on Twitter. And we have the same thing. Just check out our YouTube channel, Duel of the Ranks. Absolutely. Also, they have great content. Yep. I know Amanda manages our stuff on Instagram and man, I think we're going to have to get on TikTok. We keep hearing yes. more and more people talking about yes. it. Yes, so. push it, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, happen. We also have this, a website. This, this podcast like, wouldn't be possible without TikTok. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's pretty cool. And we also have a website. That's where we catalog all the rankings and percentages and we get pretty specific with numbers. And so we flesh all those out on our podcast. So you can awesome. find us on any podcast platform. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Char? Where can the good people follow you? Good people. You can find me on TikTok at CharCharJ, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones podcast every Thursday night to cover our Clone Wars rewatch. Next week, we are covering a very popular arc in Clone Wars. It is called Umbara. Umbara. So the stay Umbara tuned for that. Arc. It's going to be and, a jam-packed episode. And stay tuned every week as we will be releasing our Star Wars trivia tournaments. The um, second match between uh, Xanatos eleven thirty eight and Element Seven will be airing on Tuesday. That is yeah. what we're looking at Tuesday. Uh, big shout out to Harris Productions. Uh, yeah, he's the editor. He's making. He's uh, editing. He's editing all, all of the done. matches, and and it's gonna. It's it took him quite a long time. He started editing. We just we finished recording all of the matches on Friday. And he's been editing the first match and getting everything. It's been really tedious. But if you guys just go check out the video, it, he did a fantastic job editing. So big shout out to Harith Productions from They Fly Now. Go check out their podcast. Um, you can find us uh, on TikTok at the Pod Ones Podcast, Twitter on Pod Ones Podcast, and on Instagram, uh, Pod One, the Pod Ones Pod. But that is 
it for this episode uh for light and for life we are all the republic and may the force be with you always see you guys life insurance what's your excuse for putting it off can't afford it too much hassle think your work coverage is enough there's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance but one big reason why you shouldn't if the unexpected were to happen to you who would pay the mortgage the kids tuition and all the other bills in a time of grief the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially at ethos we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom family protected rates can increase the longer you wait so no more excuses take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need ethos fast and easy online term life insurance up to two million dollars in coverage with no medical exam some policies as low as a dollar a day answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio that's e-t-h-o-s life.com slash audio Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.